What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? Going well, man. And uh, you forgot your, to say your own name this time. What's going on with that? You're just the friendly neighborhood blurred. That's it. A boy has no name. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this is Caleb Edley, in case anybody else forgot here. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with there we the go. invincible Clay Stroman. Mm-hmm. There Sometimes we go. I do that. I've noticed on some of the old ones that I'm so excited to say your name that I just forget to say my name. I mean, honestly, that's that's the logical like mindset. Mm-hmm. I can't really blame you for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do about that. But I was excited to say your name just now. Oh yeah, maybe one day you can do the intro. Wow. Do you think you can handle that? Dude, I mean, I think I could. I don't know if our listeners could. Oh, yeah. You know, I think I think they're ready for it. I think a nice little clay cameo opener would be would be would be nice. I think so too. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're coming to you a little later. We're recording on Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas Eve to everybody. Um happy Hanukkah if you celebrated Hanukkah. That was a little bit ago, but we didn't Mary forget Chrysler. our Jewish listeners. Um, I I just had a brain fart. I don't know. What you're reading, what you're watching. Dude, I've been watching The Office like it's going out of style because it kind of is. Um, <laughs> well, it's not, but it's going out of Netflix. Sure, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've just been pounding episodes of The Office. Um, I'm, I've, I've pretty much gone through all of it within the past week, and now I'm just going to run it right back and just keep it keep it rolling you know yeah. uh, until the new year hits and it's no longer uh, available i'm not going to pay for peacock no you know? fuck that yeah are you going to uh buy the digital copy yeah yeah definitely sure yeah yep. yeah we've we've been through this i just have to have it available at all i was times. just it double checking i didn't know if you're yeah. if you're you had changed your mind or anything you know what i probably should have asked for it for christmas Ooh, that would have been a good christmas present yeah didn't but even how really do, think of it. How do you gift a digital copy of a movie? Would you just give them your uh, login or would you just have them like send you, I think it's like 80 bucks or something? Yeah, I mean, or somebody could just like buy it on my PlayStation Network or something. Okay, yeah. So you'd go to like give them your login account information. And Probably. All that. I don't gotcha. know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What about you? What have you been watching? Uh, again, I told you I was in full Christmas mode a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We're still going strong with that. Um. I've watched uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, one of my favorite of those Rankin and Bass claymation stop motion things. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a great the, one. Yeah, it is great. Great origin story. They need a dark, gritty reboot, though. Um, yeah, they do. I mean, we're going to be the ones to do it. Of obviously. course. Of course. That responsibility always falls to us. <laughs> I've watched the Lego Star Wars holiday special. That was pretty cute. Nice. Um, nice. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Okay. So, you know, the time travel and all that. It's it's mm-hmm. it's nice to see um and and they make they're not they don't take themselves seriously they're like making jokes and stuff of course they don't how well, could I, they i don't i don't lego know, star wars i haven't really special. watched any of the lego stuff so i didn't know like dude it's all just cheese it is but i I liked yeah. it it was enjoyable yeah no they're fun uh we watched both home alones one and two um both great christmas movies we stopped at that uh watched die hard because that's a christmas movie and mm-hmm. i hadn't seen it in a couple years so we watched that And we were going to watch the Jim Carrey Grinch, and my Apple TV said it wasn't streaming anywhere. But then last night when I was looking through Netflix, it was on Netflix. So I'm not sure if they... Yeah, I I watched it on Netflix a few nights ago. Yeah. um, So 
either Apple TV lied to me or they put it in they put it on Netflix within this past week, which I think Apple TV just lied. Although I do, I want to say the like I always see the Grinch on Netflix, like yeah. almost every year. But I doubt it's there all year. Maybe they just bring it back every year, and maybe Apple TV like just missed it. Maybe because I was I could have swore I saw it on Netflix, but I went to Apple TV. I was like, mm, not streaming anywhere, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was dummy me. I didn't think to just go to Netflix where I knew that it should be, and check. So that's that's on yeah. me. But but yeah, no, we're still in and um. I watched the Doctor Who, the first Christmas special um, yesterday, so I think I'll continue with those Doctor Who Christmas specials and and see where that takes me. Yeah, yeah, and so I mentioned I watched The Grinch the other night. Mm -hmm. I did see um, Year Without a Santa Claus about a week ago. Nice. And then I have, so the only skipping that I've been doing in my office rewatch is to skip around to the Christmas episodes too. Mm, Of course. Yeah, so the, the most recent one that I watched was the one where uh, Jim was also a manager at that point. They were co-managers and Jim allowed Phyllis to be Santa, mm-hmm. which made Michael very salty. And he turned his, uh, Santa costume into a Jesus costume. Right. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part is when Toby walks up at one point, right after he comes out dressed as Jesus, Toby walks up and he's like, Michael, you got to know that this isn't appropriate. And Michael goes, ah, the antichrist. <laughs> No, that's a pretty good one. I, I like when he's on the couch and they're opening presents and he's just talking shit to everybody. And yep. like he's like, and you're going he to t- H-E-L-L yeah. double hockey stick, Stanley. Going to going hell. hell, Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then um, Andy had gotten uh, Aaron like the 12 days of Christmas. Ah, uh, yes. Pretty much all birds. Uh, she came in with scratches all over the place and she was like, seriously, who did this to me? And why would you do this? And um, And then when they were going through it and Michael was on the couch on the microphone, he's like, yeah, um, Andy had Aaron. Yep, that was Andy. <laughs> and then the camera just does that right to him. Yep. No, it's great. Uh, maybe after Christmas, we can rank the uh, the Christmas episodes of The Office real quick, just just as a one final goodbye to The Office on Netflix, even though we're both going to buy it. But Yeah, I'm down. Always. Um, yeah, we'll see if our lists align. But... Okay. Uh, you're listening to Masters of the Cultureverse. You know that. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Hello, YouTube. Announcements and shouts. I would like to apologize to uh, Sheridan, Sherry. Um, I'm sorry. I haven't put the YouTube videos up. Uh, I've had a busy couple weeks, so the last two episodes aren't on YouTube. But you can still hear them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I will get those up as soon as possible. I've got a little bit of free time now that I'm on PTO. So uh, we'll see about getting those those that backlog up on YouTube. So... Apologies to uh, Sherry. Um, that's all I got for announcements and shouts. Clay, you going to take us to sports? Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, the final week of the NFL regular season coming up this week. This is week 17. Uh, this is, you know, for all the marbles going into the playoffs here. Um, really, you know, we just we kind of have the same playoff picture as the last week. You know, nothing super interesting going on here. You know, we've got the a few that have clinched in the AFC, a few that have clinched in the NFC, AFC. You know, we got the Chiefs, the Bills, the Steelers, who have been sliding pretty hard. Uh, Chiefs and Bills are looking great. And then in the NFC, we got the Packers, the Saints, the Seahawks. Um, bunch of teams in the hunt. Uh, a lot of teams in the AFC at 10-4 and four and 9-5. and five. So, like, this week's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Kind of a similar situation with the NFC, except there's going to be a team that comes from the NFC East. And it's probably going to be, yeah, it's, it's looking like it's probably going to be the Redskins, who are 6-8. and eight. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. The Some Washington the football bubble. team. Did I say Redskins? You did. 
Oh my god, I did. That's crazy. <laughs> Old habits. Oh my god, I've been really good about calling them the football team. Yeah. Like whenever whenever there's a game on, like they play the Panthers. Uh, like somebody asked me this week who the Panthers play, I say they play the football team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not wow. just now. Oh my god, I was I was just like talking so fast trying to get through this NFL shit so I could get onto my NBA shit. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, the, the the football team will probably get in. Um, they play. They might. Let's say they lose to the Panthers and they're six and nine. That would be, that would be pretty cool for them to go into the playoffs at six and nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> they're by far the worst team that are, that might and probably will make it into the playoffs. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, final week, a bunch of stuff's going to shake out. We're going to have some, de- you know, deciding games. Teams are playing each other for a playoff berth and things like that. Um, I am in the championship in your league for like the fourth year in a row. So I'll just go ahead and take that one again. Um, we should start putting money in in that one. Um, yeah, that's fine with me. Let's do like a one hundred dollar buy in next year, or yeah. like a three hundred dollar buy in. I just want to make like a few grand. You know, you talking all this shit and talk and raising the buy in so much, you um, are probably gonna lose. I wouldn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, no. You're like, yeah, no. let's just do three hundred, and then you lose all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's what we got going on with the NFL uh, these days. And then the NBA started the other night. Yes, started, it did. Yeah, started three nights ago. Uh, opening night, we had the Lakers getting their rings, LeBron getting his fourth ring. You know, they, they had the ceremony. Obviously, these rings are for Kobe and, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they played the Clippers, and they lost, of course, <laughs> like, they did on, like they did on opening night last year. Um, and, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. No. You know? It was a close game. Although the Clippers were up by like, I think they were up by like 20 or more at one point, but it ended up being a close game. Mm-hmm. Um, opening night doesn't really matter that much. And I know that LeBron had been looking forward to bringing his family on a vacation for the first time ever for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't even really want to be on the court. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Could, we'll could, could you tell? Did it show? Um, yeah, kind of, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like the Anthony Davis show for the Lakers, but... But uh, yeah, and then you know we've got we've got James Harden drama still continuing from the past couple weeks. A video came out this week. Was he know. at that strip club? Yeah, I mean there was a video of him at like an event, mm-hmm. and everyone was saying it was a strip club. He's like, no, it wasn't a strip club. Why would you just assume that? It's like it doesn't matter. It was at a big event. There were a lot of people around him. Why would um, we assume breaking... you were at a strip club? Because you're like yeah, because that's who you are. Yeah. You're, you're the guy. You're the strip club guy. Don't. It's no shame. Like we we like you for right. it. It's just that's your right. thing. Yeah, yeah. And then he said the thing about meeting with uh, with his trainers. Hmm. Okay. Which yeah, those are strippers apparently. Um, and then on uh, his we actually exactly exactly. Mm-hmm. And somehow he's getting fatter in the process. So whatever. <laughs> I don't know how that's happening. <laughs> He's, he's yeah, just we, gaining weight so he can shed it and just be sh- shredded. Yeah, yeah. Shed and shred. Yeah, he's going to come he's going to come out in like once he stops his like strip club tear. Let's mm-hmm. say he let's say he gets it out of his system for the first like few weeks of the the NBA season. Um once he gets over it, he's just going to get back in the gym, cut up real quick over the course of a couple weeks and just be absolutely shredded. Yep. Just, we're just going to see that fat melt away. Mm-hmm. Um so uh yeah, and then we had uh, so we had Giannis playing last night. Obviously, he was the MVP last year, and uh, he missed a couple free throws that would have tied the game and won it for him last night. So people are dogging on him for that. 
Uh, because yeah, because he just got that huge contract, that two hundred twenty-eight million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's like, okay, is he going to go ahead and earn it? I mean, he's won MVP. He's gotten them through the playoffs. Not far enough yet, but he right. probably will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, NBA has started. Uh, season's in full swing. We got some game, some solid games uh, tomorrow on Christmas. I know the Lakers play, the Warriors play, the Clippers play. So uh, I'll be watching some basketball tomorrow. Should be some interesting couple games going on there. Nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep up with, you know, the shenanigans that the players are involved in and everything like that. Speaking of the Washington football team, Dwayne Haskins, their quarterback, uh, just got a big fine. He's in trouble with the league right now because he also broke protocol. I think he he went to some sort of event or something. Maybe he was actually I want to say he might have actually been going to strip clubs, too. They were going Um, together, I I think, James. and Yeah, yeah. that was probably it. That was probably it. And then, yeah, so uh, they dropped his captain designation, which I didn't even know that he was their captain because Alex Smith has been their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, people are saying, like, he's going to fuck around and get cut from the team altogether, and then, like, no team's going to want to touch him because he's been, he's been bad on the field and bad off the field. He's been a bad boy. Bad, bad boy. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll keep up with, you know, the NFL playoffs as they uh, unfold here and – the NBA season has all the shenanigans go down with the players breaking protocol and being stupid. So, uh, yeah, we'll just uh, be following along. Nice. Fun fact, the Super Bowl is on my birthday again this year. Oh, nice. It was on my birthday in 2016 as well, and that's when we lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. Congrats on the birthday. Yeah, I don't really like Super Bowl birthdays, but it happens. I mean, it's a it's a secondary excuse to get people around you. Although this is COVID times, exactly. And last time mm-hmm. I wasn't even around people. I was in Chicago in a hotel by myself, watching it in the hotel bar because I was uh, doing grad school auditions. So okay. Well, I mean, at least you were chasing your dreams on your birthday. That's a good way to look at it. I appreciate that, Clay. Yep, that's what I'm here for <laughs> to remind you that it's all worth it. Thank you. What would I do without you? Die. Exactly. Speaking of dying, uh, Sony removes Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Store and offers refunds. Hard copies are also on sale. I was in Best Buy the other day picking up some last-minute um, Christmas gifts, and um, I saw that they were like 10 or $12 cheaper, and I was like, not enough. Keep cutting. Keep splicing. Yeah, yeah. Um that was a flawless transition, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> you set me up perfectly. I had to take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have not gotten Cyberpunk. You have not gotten Cyberpunk. I won't get it until I have the PS5. Same. Um, yeah. Which, shoot, if we get this $2,000 check, that's a PS5 right there. It's, it's an instant PS5. That's an instant PS5. Um, although yeah. I did get a news alert this morning that House GOP, they, they, don't, they don't like They're it. They're blocking it. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, I mean, they were always the ones blocking it, but this isn't a politics show. So no, yeah, no. We'll, see if, <laughs> we'll see if we get some PS5 money. Hopefully. I mean, we, we could get PS5 with the $600 check, honestly. Yeah. But I don't know if I would... Maybe I'd use half of stimulus money, half my real money, and then have 300 in savings or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm also in the market for a puppy, so that's like... Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I get... I'm, I'm hoping I just get some extra PS5 puppy money. PS5 puppy money. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know? Um, we talked about this briefly. Do you know what kind of dog you're getting? 
No. So I got to keep my options open. Um, I'm going to rescue something. I want it to be at least medium size. Mm -hmm. I've been looking at like some lab puppies. I've been looking at um, a couple like blue healer type dogs and things like that. So, mm -hmm. so we'll see. I mean, I'm keeping my options open. I think it's going to be a situation where I'm going to have to find a place that has like a few good candidates because mm -hmm. I can't really be doing all of these visits during COVID, you know, just like mm -hmm. visiting yeah. every place. Um, and a lot of them are, are really stingy about the people they even let come visit. Right. And, and tons of people are adopting right now. So every application I've put in so far, um, they've let me know that the dog's spoken for. Sure. Yeah. I, I feel like so, rescuing a dog is unnecessarily hard. Dude, the applications are in depth. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot that they, they check up on. They got to see vet records. They got to get in touch with your landlord. Um, Just give me to, the damn dog. Dude, a lot of them are a lot of them are like, we have to come do a home visit, which mm -hmm. that's a step that I feel like is is unnecessary. Yes, for um, sure. Some of them, like, uh, well, most of them need references and things like that. Like mm -hmm. a lot goes into it. Listen, and then we have two dogs. Brooks, we rescued Pender County Animal Shelter. Thank you. But that we had to jump through hoops for Brooks. Um, they were like, all right. And I lived in an apartment at the time. They're like, all right, we got to come see your place. Uh, we got to do this, got to do that. And it took me like a good like two, three weeks before I even got him. And when the lady comes to visit the apartment, I lived on the second floor at the time. And she goes, whoo, that's a lot of stairs for a puppy. I said, it's a fucking puppy. Like he needs to exercise. It'll be good for him. It'll be fine. Just comes um, to worse. I'll carry him up the stairs if he's too small, which I had to do for the first little bit. He was yeah. scared of the stairs. It was cute. But, um, it was like so many hoops. And then when we got Boston, Jessica had been looking for a dog for months and like trying to rescue, trying to rescue applications. They're like, we got to do this. We got to do that. It's just a bunch of hoops. And we ended up getting Boston from Craigslist. And that was that. It was yep. simple. She went and visited Boston, put a down payment down, and then we had Boston. Yeah, I've been looking at Craigslist too because it got to a point where it was like, Kim putting in all these applications just to learn that this dog's already taken. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been looking around. I've got like these boxes I need to check and things like that with all these different shelters. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, Craigslist. And I was looking at some puppies the other day. They were um, blue healer puppies, you know, the the herding dogs. Mm -hmm. And um, they were they were like a few weeks old, but they already had their first round of shots and everything was like good. And, you know, I, I look into it. I shoot a text to the person and then... Literally a few minutes later, I look at the listing. It's gone. Of so, course. yeah. No, nah, it's crazy. And it, what was funny is what was funny is that before that it said if the listing is up, they're available. <laughs> yeah. Psych. Yep. Um, well, I wish you luck on your your puppy journey. I know it's it's, it's it's um frustrating at times. So I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll end up with my buddy at some point soon. Do you have a name picked out or are you just going to name it when you see no, it? No, no, I think, yeah, I think, I think I need to, I think I need to have the pup first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I've got, I've got a couple names that I've thought about, but nothing that I'm like married to. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to meet the guy first or okay. the, the gal. Makes sense. Makes sense. I had two names picked out for Brooks. I was either going to be Brooks or Stark. I met Brooks him. Brooks or brothers. Brooks or brothers. Yeah. I met him and I said, you're a little too, you're not like, like, enough to be a stark so yep because it was like a game of thrones stark not tony even though it works you, both yeah ways. you gotta get like a husky or a german shepherd yeah so or an irish wolfhound Ooh, just a dire wolf that would be i would love to have a dire wolf if yeah, only sweet if only pretty sweet moving on to tv news uh 
the book of Boba Fett. So that was one of the we did not get an announcement because I guess they were saving it for the after yeah, credit well, scene of the Mandalorian. Uh, slight spoiler for the Mandalorian if you're not caught up, but we won't get into the episode until later. We'll just talk about the book of Boba Fett. But um, it's taking place at the same time as like in the same yeah, time yeah. as uh, Mandalorian. So you got to yep. think we're going to see him at some point in that show as well. For sure. For sure. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, what, a, what an awesome way to announce it too. I mean, at the end of oh, yeah. the credits for Mando, him rolling up to Boba Fett's palace on Tatooine and just basically taking over like the whole crime underground there. Yeah. What, what a badass. What is it? Bib Fortuna. He's getting fat. Yep. He's just yep. chilling there. He, he, the sad thing is he looks so happy to see Boba. He's like, Oh, what's up, man? I haven't seen you forever. Boba. <laughs> And then Bo was like, Pfft. yeah, but he, I mean, he did seem a little nervous, though. He did. He did. You, he mean, was like, oh, I thought you were dead. I heard so many rumors. I'm so happy to see you. You just killed everyone around me. Don't kill me. Right. Which I'm and, I'm curious to see what his goal is. Like, does he want to run the crime syndicate? Does he want to clean up the syndicate? I don't know what's going on. I mean, it looks like he's it looks like he's run. I mean, he's definitely running it. Sure. Yes. Point. He's sitting whether in the he, throne, right? Whether now. he's whether he's doing it to clean it up or. I doubt he is because, I mean, Boba, back in the day, you know, he was just a bounty hunter to the highest bidder, basically. So, and he was, you know, he was kind of, I guess he was kind of like pledged to Mando for a little bit just because he gave him his armor back. Mm. I was Um, was wondering about that because I was like, did his time with Mando change him or was that just like a means to an end? Like, I'll help you so I can be rid of you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just a means to an end. And also he's rolling with that other assassin chick. Yeah, uh, what is it? Fennec Shen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who she's badass too she is badass so I think that they're just going to be this like I mean Bonnie and Clyde but uh, they probably don't have like a a romance or anything but sure um, they're just going to be rolling around as these two like criminal badasses you know usual she Ming-Na Wen who plays Finnick she is almost 60 years old and she is in way better shape than me like just like all the stunts and shit she does because I mean she's flipping around yeah like she does a lot of her own stunts and I was I was look uh, I was watching a, a breakdown video or something and they were talking about how old she was and I was like holy shit like and she looks good for her age yeah yeah I need I need to yeah, I need to surprising. work out more that's what yeah me too that's what that has taught me I'm a I'm a little rickety compared to her and I'm less than half her age yeah <laughs> Yeesh. Ah, fuck thanks for making me feel like shit Ming Na Wen yeah. And another thing about Boba here is that they announced it for what December twenty first, I believe, or December twenty twenty one. For some reason, I was thinking like December twenty first, twenty twenty one, whatever. Um, which they had previously announced season three of Mando for December twenty twenty one. Right. Which this is now going to push it back a few months. I think just like a couple. Is it? The, are... So what they said is what they said is that they're just going to run Mando season three when Boba Fett season one's over. Okay, I missed that. I was I was I didn't know yeah. if they were going to run concurrently or if they were going. to Yeah, it seemed it seemed like that at first because they announced Mando three and then the finale happened, you know, and we got the Boba Fett thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously there were questions like, is it the same show because it's coming out at the same time? Right. Like, is season three of Mando just going to be called the Book of Boba Fett or something like that? Right. Um, so they had to they had to clarify. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited. Um, Hell yeah. Really cool. And I always, even though we didn't get that much Boba Fett in the uh, original trilogy, he's always been a fan favorite. He always is just like cool as fuck. Yeah, he's he's just a cool guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they finally <clears throat> gave him a chance to kind of like back that up in Mando. Like he right. did some really badass shit in this show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk more about Mando in just sure a few will. minutes. Um, last thing on TV news: uh, Batman the animated series and Batman Beyond coming to HBO Max, which yep, the goat cartoons for real. The, Kevin Conroy, Will Friedle, like it's hard to yep. beat. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. I'll be going back through that. Uh, did you ever see Mask of the Phantasm? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's on HBO Max. Has been for a while. Is it? I was looking for it the yeah. other day. I didn't see it. Yeah. When I got HBO Max, this was, I don't know, half a year ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was the first thing I watched. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if I, they've taken it off because I was just looking for it last night because I saw this news and it got me like hyped. I was like, ooh, I want to watch something. I okay, saw the... Well, it definitely was on there before. I don't know and I thought it was. It that's why I was looking for yeah. it. Um. But I did see they had the uh, Sub Zero one on there, which isn't as good. But the Mister Freeze one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Mask of the Phantasm—that's that's one of the. I mean, that's maybe the best animated like comic movie ever. Oh no, for definitely, sure, it's really definitely, good. Definitely up there, as especially like a for a cartoon. Yeah, which yeah. is surprising, but it was pretty. Hey, it was pretty dark and gritty. I think it might have been the first dark and gritty. Yeah, it coined the term dark and gritty. It invented dark and also gritty. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, but that's coming. Those two shows are coming, <clears throat> excuse me, on um, January 1st. So ringing the new, new year with some Batman and Batman Beyond. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's get uh, it. Let's get it. Moving on to a movies, we just have one thing. And it's not even news. It's just kind of what everybody's talking about yeah uh giancarlo esposito who we know is moff gideon um gus in breaking bad uh like every bad guy for the last i don't know five ten years um yeah yeah mr edgar yeah who was basically gus (laughs) basically i feel like most of his characters gideon was a little i feel like moff gideon was a little bit more colorful like Mm. he was a little bit zanier okay no i can buy that um, but a lot of his characters since Gus, I feel like, have been variations on the theme. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, I, I didn't really know about him before Breaking Bad, but apparently he was in a bunch of stuff before that where mm-hmm. he was just like the menacing guy. Yeah. Oh, so the, that's he's found his wheelhouse. Um, um, wasn't he a good guy in, what is it, Maze Runner, Scorch Trials or whatever, the second one? I only I saw think. the first one, so I'm not sure. Okay. I th- I'm pretty sure he's in the second one and he's a good guy. Okay, good for him. But I don't really have a great memory of those movies, except for the first one, which I liked. I know in a lot of, like, 90s movies and stuff, he was just, like, a guy. Like, you know, it wasn't one of those movies where it has a good guy or bad guy. He was just kind of, like, a, a supporting character. So, Sure. I'm happy to see him. Sure. But the news, we didn't even announce. Uh, he's the odds- <laughs> We're just, we've just been talking about John Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the odds favorite to play Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four movie, which I think he'd be a really good doctor doom he's a great actor so yeah yeah odds favorite meaning people are actually betting yes in vegas people are betting in vegas yeah in vegas um which i mean i'm cool with it because i like the guy he's a great actor he makes a really good bad guy but they would kind of they would kind of have to change the backstory a lot because because doctor doom is supposed to be the leader of this uh european country Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought it was gonna they were gonna do that with sokovia like he was going to be the leader of Sokovia or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, typically typically white, but whatever. I mean, they can do whatever with the story, and I'll go along with it. But, 
Another thing is they gotta put John. They gotta put John Krasinski in there as Mr. Fantastic, mm-hmm. but he's younger than Giancarlo Esposito, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be the same age. They went to college together, right? So, I was thinking maybe they do a uh, mentor mentee kind of um, relationship with those two if they went that route, because you're right, yeah. they did go to college together, but. Uh, the age difference doesn't really make sense for that. But if they start working for like, I don't know, sword or something and uh, Giancarlo is already there and he like kind of takes him under his wing and they do that kind of thing. I, I think that might yeah. work ish. I mean, we've kind of yeah. seen it before, but I mean, if they do it well, I don't really care. Yeah. Also, also Reed Richards, Reed Richards in the comics right now is like fairly old. He's like middle aged ish. I mean, he's got white in his hair. He's an older dude. Um, him and Sue have a kid. So they could like they could age John Krasinski up a little bit if they have to. Sure. And potentially like he didn't look uh John Carlo did not look like super old or anything as Moff Gideon. Like he looked mm-hmm. fairly spry. Yeah, no. So I, I think I think they could make it believable. Maybe he was a, a senior in college and Reed was a freshman. Yeah. And then I mean, honestly, once he becomes Doctor Doom, it doesn't even matter what he looks like because we're not gonna see his face. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're just gonna give him. Did you see the boss logic? Yeah, uh, mock up of the the Breaking Bad, the Gus Fring face yes. blown off underneath the the mask. There it looked really yeah. Cool. So, I mean, Fantastic Four. We were talking about it. I think last week or the week before. That's one of my most anticipated movies coming out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped for it. I'm sure they're gonna make good decisions on the casting. I hope it is John Krasinski. Emily Blunt would be cool too. Yeah. If you could only have one, I assume you're going to go John Krasinski, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I, I would love to have both as well, too. But I don't know. I mean, and and I feel like Marvel, like, listens to the fans. And if they're it's in their power, they, like, try to get who, uh, like, fans, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, or the like fan favorites. Yeah, are asking for or fan favorites. Or so I feel like yeah. it's it's possible. And, and um. It's. I think it'd just be up if John Krasinski and Emily Blunt actually wanted to do it. I'm trying to think. Um, when is Jack Ryan season three supposed to come out? I bet it doesn't take them that long to film Jack Ryan. Well, yes. I I was just thinking COVID reasons. Like maybe that yeah. would be the only hiccup in scheduling if they had to push Jack Ryan and then they. So they are. I know they are making a um, silent place sequel too but that might already be filmed yeah they already filmed because that was supposed to release okay. um okay during this pandemic so they they pushed yeah. the release so that's already done yeah. they're, they're good there yeah i think john should just pull a mahershala and just walk into marvel and be like hey i'm reed richards do it <laughs> and they'll say <laughs> like okay. mahershala did with blade no yeah the- <laughs> although although he was coming off of an oscar and he had some pull yeah, he got, walked in with the statue, just put it on the desk. Yeah. Hey, I want to just Blade. slams it on Foggy's desk. <laughs> I'm Blade. And he said, okay, I can't argue with that. Write that shit down. Speaking of Marvel, I didn't put this in, but I saw this <clears throat> last night. They're doing like a MCU musical end of the year type deal. Yeah, I saw that. What's going on with that? I don't know. I was reading into it, and it doesn't look... Like it's going to be like a musical in the sense like Iron Man's going to come out and belt a, a song or anything. It looks mm-hmm. like it might be like the music of the MCU and maybe they'll show clips from movies with like music, I think. Okay. Which is still we'll still cool, I guess. Um, It's just interesting. That's going to come out when? 
by the end of the year, maybe New Year's Eve. I don't know. Is I that, can't remember. Is that a Disney Plus thing? In, no, I think it was because it was happening at some kind of New Year's gala thing. Um, sorry, let me. I should have pulled it up, but I didn't think I was going to talk about it. But then I thought about it. MCU um, musical. Uh, Marvel Studios announces New Year's 2021 musical show. Um, blah blah blah. Musical event is now officially promoted. Will be airing during the Billy Billy New Year's concert, which targets a young audience in China. So it looks like it's happening in China. Interesting. Okay. So maybe we won't even get to see it, or you'll have to like go out of your way to see it. It's not just going to air on TV here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do have another thing that's coming out within the next few days too. With tomorrow. Yes. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman 1984. The reviews have been a little hit and miss from oh, what yeah? I've seen. But I'm still excited to see it. From what I've heard, it's like a good Wonder Woman you know, superhero movie. Mm-hmm. No, I'm uh, definitely going to watch it tomorrow. So, Yeah, I'm going to watch it tomorrow too. We can talk about it um, next week. I thought <laughs> I was scrolling through HBO Max last night and I thought they had fucked up. And I saw Wonder Woman play now. I said, what the fuck? Did it come out early? And I was like, looking at my watch. One? It, yes, it was the first one. <laughs> I said, no. Did you turn it on? Miss. No, no, no. I went to uh, the um, I went to the screen where it gives you like the description and like all the that. details page. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, that's the first one. Yeah. Stupid. Classic. Classic. Um, anyway, uh, this is your spoiler warning for Mandalorian. If you're not caught up with the end of season two through the end of season two, then fuck off somewhere until we're done. Go on, get three, two, one. All right, Clay. How awesome was that ending? Dude, that was incredible. Um, I watched the episode three times at this point. And uh, dude, that I mean, that final scene is is maybe like, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but mm-hmm. like a perfect Star Wars scene almost. No, I, I agree. And it, I know we did were, a lot of really good things. They did. I know we were speculating like, oh, who did Grogu reach out to? And we were like, Cal Kestis maybe, or somebody else from Rebels. But Well, because Luke, Luke was the obvious choice. Right? He was. A lot of people but had been saying that. That's why we should have just gone. Like, we should have. It couldn't right. have been anybody other than Luke. He's the one who's trying to make a yep. new Jedi order, right? So I wasn't, yep. I wasn't mad that it was Luke or anything. Um, yeah, and I thought they did it really well too. Like, especially leading up to it with the X-wing coming in, and then right. you see him on you see him on the surveillance cameras first, and mm-hmm. then you see him doing his thing. I th- I want to say the first time we actually saw him, like in person, not on the cameras, it showed his glove. Yeah, yeah. So and you see the glove, you see the green lightsaber. You're like, okay, that's Luke for sure. Yeah, and I was looking at the end, yeah. like I was trying to like make out the the actual lightsaber hilt and be like yeah that's definitely luke's um i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't see the hilt while it was happening and mm-hmm. the blade itself looked like it was like super i don't know it was like it was almost like a dark green i liked it um, better though honestly and i thought it looked dope it was almost like a bluer green yeah maybe yeah. that just comes with technology and yeah i thought it looked dope no yeah it um, sounded really cool too especially at the end when he stepped into the room sure and the lightsaber was just like that was good yeah, that was cool that was a good you, you buy that on amazon yeah it's my new button it's my lightsaber or it's my luke skywalker lightsaber button that's nice i'm gonna have to give me one of those mm-hmm. um i got one uh coming to you for christmas so no oh, man thanks that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah but but i mean just like the the music that was playing that mm-hmm. like 
mystical, like kind of mysterious, like almost like ominous in a way music. And then him just like tearing through those dark troopers who were supposed to be this big threat. Right. Um, and, and literally like he basically recreated that Darth Vader hallway. That's what I was going to say. It was like, like father, like son, really. God, it was so cool. God, that was dope. And on, uh, on Twitter, it was either on Reddit or Twitter. I saw this video. Somebody spliced it next to the Darth Vader scene or on top of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they go together really well. It's 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 pretty dope. It's it's pretty. I mean, I think they did it on purpose. I think they sure. framed it that way on purpose. Um, I um, will say the only thing that I didn't like is I don't think the de aging looked as good as it did like in Rogue One when we saw Leia and um, Ma, Grand Moff Tarkin. But dude, I so will say I, he's on screen longer and talking more here, so maybe it was a little harder. Right. So in my opinion, I, I thought it worked better than Leia. Leia was a little jarring to me in Rogue One. Mm. Um, I thought it looked a little bit more obvious. Mm. But I also haven't haven't seen Rogue One in a couple of years probably. Mm-hmm. So this one just I just felt... remember the feeling that I had when I saw Leia and it was mm. like, eh. Sure. But I maybe that's because that was like one of the first movies to do it. Maybe we're so used to it now that we're looking in a different mm-hmm. in a different way. But I feel like it looked a little video game cutscene y to me, like I wasn't bit. watching an actual live action movie. I was watching a cutscene in a video game. Yeah. And so going yeah, back I mean, and that... forth was like, oh, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That face technology, it's not where it needs to be yet, but it's, I mean, it's close ish. Yeah. It's close. But it, it's like the mouth movements weren't kind, weren't matching up yeah. quite well. But yep. again, I still liked the scene when he's tearing through all those dark troopers. It was just yeah. that the conversation wasn't. Um, I'd probably give it a C plus, maybe a B minus, not the actual conversation, but just the, mm-hmm. uh, technology and the way it looked. Yep. Yeah. And it was Mark Hamill too, which was kind of cool. Right. And he, he said he was surprised that they were able to keep this a secret for over a year, which I am too, because like yeah. with Twitter and, and the internet, the way it is, like everything gets fucking leaked, but this, did not. Hey, but this is Disney. They, they still have leaks. They had the, the Boba yeah. Fett leak and the, um, yeah, that's Ahsoka true. leak. So. Those are also things that you could kind of guess. Ahsoka, you think you could you could have guessed her coming into season two? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not me. I said you. <laughs> oh, okay. I said you could have guessed. Oh, gotcha. Um, um but wh- what was I what was I gonna say? So okay. So then going forward, mm-hmm. obviously we're gonna see more of Luke. We're gonna mm-hmm. see more of Grogu you think? training with Luke. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean we're gonna see Grogu again, right? Obviously. Yeah, they he can't said, just, like, well, I'll see you again later. Right. So I'm so I'm thinking if we see Luke again, is it going to be Sebastian Stan? I hope so, because I'd prefer that to the de-aged video game mm-hmm. that we got, honestly. Um, like, I feel like they look enough alike. Like, okay, so watching Solo, I don't remember the actor. He looks nothing like Harrison Ford. No, no, that didn't really work for me too well. Yeah, me neither, especially watching that and then going to like not too long in the future and seeing young Harrison Ford in like uh new hope. It just didn't match. But Sebastian Stan and Luke uh, or Luke Mark Hamill look similar enough. I think. Yeah. And if you put like a wig and do the, the dude, every, the everybody, everybody thinks that it's yeah, like so, the, the resemblance is uncanny for two people who are not related. Exactly. So I would, I would yeah. prefer honestly, if we were to see more Luke that we got Sebastian Stan and I right. think he's I also like an really action weird. star, Sebastian, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. Um, yeah, he's an, action he's star. also an action star. So it works. Yeah. And he's already in the Disney family. So I, I feel mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be 
too difficult. And I don't think this is like a heavy burden. Like, I don't think it's going to turn into the Luke Grogu show or anything. It'll just be like right little instances here and there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I actually saw some people. So like, obviously the scene, the ending scene of that finale was incredible, right? It was mm-hmm. really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's pretty easy to, to watch that scene and think, wow, that was fucking badass. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. Um, I was on Twitter the other day and I saw some, some miserable bums talking about like, I thought it was so gratuitous. Like they were pandering to the fans by bringing Luke back. Things like that. (laughs) Like I, I consider myself a star Wars fanatic and like, I just couldn't get into the episode. It's like, dude, I I feel sorry for you guys. What the fuck are they talking about? So hard for you guys to just enjoy something that is pretty objectively awesome. And how is that pandering? Like who else would come and rescue Grogu? That's just something that miserable miserable people like to like to say when things are cool. Oh, they're just pandering to the fans. Yeah. No, they just did a really good job reworking Luke back into the story. Me as a big Star Wars fan, I've been wondering about what the fuck Luke was doing after, you know, the Vader Emperor stuff. Sure, yeah. What did he do in those years after that? I want to see it. Yeah. Here's some of it. I think it's awesome. If you don't, you're miserable and I hate you. Fuck off. Um, so here's a question that's on a lot of people's minds. Uh, in the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy, we learn that once uh, Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren thinks Luke is about to kill him, he fucking kills all the... So that's that's where Grogu dies. That's my question. Is Grogu <laughs> still there at this point? Or has he, like, I don't know, gone off to uh, train his Padawan? Is he, like, a master? I, I don't know how... Because well, Luke looks pretty old in... Um, that scene like older than he does here. So it's gotta be some years he looks later. Like a good, a good, like 20, 25 years <clears throat> older in that scene. Yeah. So yeah. it's possible um, that Grogu might be trained well enough to not be there. Right. Right. And also that species, it ages really weirdly. So like he's sure. already 50, right? Yoda, Yoda was 900 in, um, the prequels right. and he died in the sequel. He was 900 and like spry flipping around in the prequels. <laughs> and then he died in the sequels. Right. And then he died in the sequels, which was 20 years later. So it's right. like he, he was 900 and then he died at 920. Grogu's 50. He's still a baby. Right. So like the next few years he could grow to like maturity and then just be fully matured for hundreds of years. Um, so he could get you. You're right. He could get to a point where that makes sense for him. And shit, he might go into exile like Yoda, but what we do know is he's definitely not in the sequels. So Exactly. That's that's the big crux. It's like <laughs> nobody's talking about any more Jedi in the sequels. Uh I mean he could go into hiding. Maybe maybe that species, whenever they fail, they just go into hiding. And maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah. Um hopefully. <laughs> or or um, he's dead. So people have been speculating that it was R2-D2 that saved Grogu uh-huh. from the temple on Coruscant when mm-hmm. Anakin killed everyone. Sure. Um, all the younglings. And by the way, did you see the meme that I put up on my Instagram story this morning? About <laughs> the Santa whenever, you're put, whenever you're put in the presence under the trees, <laughs> under the tree and the younglings come down and see you. Yes. <laughs> Anakin in the Santa hat with the lightsaber. Oh, God. Um, but what was I? Okay. I don't remember what I was what I was getting at, but <laughs> my thought is that at the end of the sequels, they kind of hint at there being some young Jedi out there. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the second one, they had the kid with the broom, you know, yep. who had the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that 
we know that Rey probably wants to be a Jedi, maybe find some more Jedi. Mm-hmm. Maybe Grogu escaped Kylo when he went apeshit as a teen, mm-hmm. went into hiding, and now he's going to start the next generation of Jedi. Mm. Okay. Odds are we'll probably never know, but that can be our head Probably not. Because probably not. I'm just going to ride the Grogu wave while he's on Disney+. Plus. I feel it. Yeah, the sequel trilogy, um, we won't get into that ball of mess. Yeah. yeah, so another thing I wanted to mention about this finale and The Mandalorian as a show in general, which mm-hmm. is which kind of wild and I wasn't expecting, I definitely wasn't expecting this show to have as much of an impact on the rest of Star Wars mm-hmm. as it's had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Luke Skywalker back in the mix. We got Grogu being import very important at this point now we have mando being the rightful heir to mandalore Mm -hmm. he's a big player in this universe at this point now just like randomly he ended up just being this big deal by getting the dark saber um we've got ahsoka back in the mix you know we've got all this other shit going on Mm -hmm. i had no idea that mando as a show was going to do all that i thought it was just going to be this this little you know side quest in the star wars universe where we get to explore some planets we haven't seen before, mm-hmm. you know, learn a little bit more about the lore and in the world or the universe. And, but no, no, I mean, the show's a big deal for the rest of it. Yeah, no, I, I feel the exact same way. Uh, all these spinoffs we're getting, it's just mm-hmm. widening the uh, star Wars universe so much. Brought and I Boba mean, Fett back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm here for it all. It's great. It was a great surprise, yeah. honestly. Um, but speaking of, uh, uh, the dark saber and Mando being the rightful heir. So, uh, she didn't have to fight for it the first time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the the idea is that maybe because it seems really stupid that she had the dark saber before, mm-hmm. but it was just given to her. Mm-hmm. She was totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh no, I can't take it because now I have to beat you in a fight or else it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So, like, it seems stupid on the surface, but. The idea, and I hope that this is the way that they go with it, mm-hmm. is that, I mean, she failed the first time, right? Mm-hmm. It got mm-hmm. taken from her by Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. Um, she failed as the leader of Mandalore. And so maybe she was supposed to do that the first time, and she didn't. And now she's, like, fully in the, in the like, tradition of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, yeah, that was, that's, that's how I justified it in my head. It was like, all right, it was gifted to me one time. I fucked up. Now maybe I actually have to prove that i i deserve it um i also wonder though if moff gideon wasn't there like goading them and saying oh no the story is what blah 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 you know what i mean if she would have taken it well that's a good point but did you notice her face when they walked in no yeah she She was was yeah she was she was like shook she was kind of shook she was like in her first question was like what happened what the hell happened um her face was kind of, she looked like, like confused, like salty at the same time. She was just like perplexed. She was like, what the, what the hell? Why does this guy, why does this guy have his hands on my fucking sword right now? Right. Because on the um, ship, she said, Moff Gideon, leave him to me. He's right. mine or whatever. Leave him to me. I don't care what happens to him as long as he surrenders to me. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you think she'll try to fight him for it or just let him, let him have it? I don't see why they can't just rule together. Like, I mean, Mando obviously doesn't want it. So if he's just like the figurehead and she's running shit behind the scenes, I mean, I don't know how Mandalorian, like that's obviously not their culture, but 
Mm-hmm. I, you got to think they're going to fight at some point. But again, I like he's like, I, I yield. I don't want it here. And she's like, no, no, no. He's no. literally, take it. Just take it. So I don't like, see why. So obviously, the person doesn't have to die for you to take the sword. Right. You just have well, to it's like the win. elder wand. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't see why they can't just have a duel and be like, hey, we'll duel this out. Just don't kill me. And we're good. Like, we'll just, we'll just yeah. go back back and he, forth. He gives her the, the spear. Yeah. uses the saber. Yeah. He's like, whoever wins. By the way, by the way, that spear versus saber fight was dope. That was pretty cool. And it was interesting that they're both like, like obviously Moff Gideon doesn't have any like uh, a lightsaber training or anything. And then Mando just got that spear. So it's like new weapons. Mando looked pretty, Mando looked pretty damn good with that spear though. No, he was fucking, tw- I, my favorite move Dude, is that, he had it and he kicked kick. it back. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one that kind of like put uh, Moff Gideon on his ass. Right. And like ended the fight a little bit. Um, which yeah, speaking of that he fight, looks... I'm, I'm, I'm sure you know this as well too, but I'm pretty sure like he did that fight on purpose. Maybe he wins. If he wins like good, he he's won. But if he loses, then, uh, Bo-Katan doesn't get what she wants right. and, he, and he knows that. So smart on right. his part. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, of course, whenever, um, Moff Gideon was in the room with Mando and Grogu and he was like, you know what? Just take him, just take him. <laughs> Leave my ship, never come back. It's like, yeah, of course he's gonna pull out the saber and swing on the dude as soon as, soon right. as he turns his back. Yeah, <laughs> classic um, he bad just guy move. He pro- maybe he just didn't really know a whole lot about Beskar because maybe. he hit him straight in the back with it, <laughs> right on one of those Beskar plates. <laughs> or maybe, maybe he just wasn't trying. He wanted Bando to win. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'll accept it because that's a bigger insult, I guess. Because uh, if I kill Mando. I still have the dark saber or whatever, but I still got all these people that I got to fight, I guess. Um, but if I let Mando take the dark saber, that's true. Then that's a worse and, state for her. Yeah. And at that point, the, well, okay. So at that point, the dark troopers had been sucked out of the airlock, mm-hmm. but Moff probably knew they were coming back. He had to have, he, he, he probably, yeah, he probably had like a 60, yeah. 70%. He's like, they're coming back. But he was very confident in those dark troopers. Sure. Um, true. So I don't, I don't know if it was like a, you know, if if I win against Mando, I still have to fight all these people. I don't know if that was his mindset because he like had a lot of confidence in those dark troopers. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You bring up a good point. I don't, I don't know. know. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what happens to him now because he's obviously captured. Who right. who knocked him out? Um, Kara, Kara Dune. That's right. He was about to shoot himself when Luke came through, yeah. and she's like, like, "Yeah, dude." And um. That's another thing, and this this isn't like a, a big deal or anything. But do you remember when he got up? Obviously, they were really stupid. They threw him on the ground right next to a gun, and um, well, he, he hit that gun. Charged. They didn't know the gun was there. Okay, so the second time I watched it, the mm-hmm. gun was right next to him. The mm-hmm. first time they threw him down on the stairs, and then he just he hides it. He got up. He got up. They threw him down again, same spot, and then he just put his cape over the gun. The gun was always there. Oh, okay, they brought him, okay. I didn't like, know. Whenever that. they brought him, yeah, whenever they brought him in. The gun was just sitting there on the stairs. They okay. threw him down right next to it. He got up. They threw him down again right next to it. And he grabbed the gun. Oh, yeah. Fuck them, um, idiots. But he, he jumped up and he started shooting Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. And her body hit the ground with a thud. Like, <laughs> So I was I was sitting there in the moment like, wait, did he just kill her? Because he shot her a lot of times. And one of those shots could have found a spot between the armor. Sure. He shot her like 10 times. And then she hit the ground with a thud. We've never really seen Mando hit the ground with a thud like that. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't In that know. moment, I was just like, wait, are they killing her right now? 
that would have solved the whole uh, duel thing. Right. Right. Anyway, awesome fucking episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Great finale. I couldn't have asked for a better finale. I'm I'm psyched for season three now. Like, I mean, I always was, yeah. but like, I'm like really like, all right, what the fuck's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. And and as a Star Wars fan who outside of Mando hasn't really seen a lot of great Star Wars recently. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the sequels, obviously that I feel like that episode, like kind of did a lot for me. Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, it was cool. I need cool. more. I need more lightsaber fights. That's, that's I need like more that. everything. I'm, I'm hyped for Kenobi. I'm hyped for Ahsoka. I just mm-hmm. want to see more Jedi shit. Yes. I am ready to see. Oh, so, <laughs> Jessica isn't going to listen to this part because she hasn't caught up on the Mandalorian yet, but she'll listen eventually when she does catch up. But solve this debate for us. Who kills the younglings? Anakin or Darth Vader? Darth Vader. Thank you. Jessica. He was already, yeah, he was already knighted as Darth Vader at that point. That's what I said. Pretty sure his eyes were yellow. Yes, because <laughs> I was, I was, we were having this discussion. And I was like, you know, yeah. I, I like Anakin. Like, he's, he's like flawed. He's got like a lot going on. And he's like, she's like, but he killed all those kids. I said, no, 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 no. Darth Vader killed those kids. She said, they're mm-hmm. the same person. I said, no, 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 no. They're not the same person. He was Darth Vader from the moment he took that swing at Mace Windu's arm. Yeah, uh, probably. But officially Darth Vader from the moment. He well, was no, actually, Darth he Vader. did. He did have a little bit remorse after the arm thing, though. He did. What, he was have, like, I what have I done? What? A-? Yeah, but that was his like moment of despair where he's like, "All right, now I know who I am." Sure. Because he he accepted it pretty easily right after that. Well, we had we sure had a lot said, of movie to get through and not a lot of time. I guess. Yeah, he said he said to Palpatine right after that he was like, "What did he say?" He's like, "I'll do whatever you want me to." Yeah, something. Yeah, he said something. Um, wrong. but to Jessica's point, just to play Sith's advocate here, um, you like that? Yeah, I do. Um, Anakin himself had done a massacre before. Yes, the Sand People. Yeah, not just the men, but the women and the children. He slaughtered them like animals because that's what they are. But to his defense, they killed his mother. He did a massacre. Hey, the Jedi some... doesn't do a massacre. Hey, those some... kids did not kill his mother. And we saw more of the Sand People in Mando, and they're just people. We we did a little they crazy, but a little crazy, but just people. It's just Anakin hates fucking sand so much, and that's they're sand people. <laughs> it's coarse; it gets everywhere. <laughs> couldn't he couldn't help himself? Uh, but after reading an interview with George Lucas, I kind of accept the corny dialogue a little bit more. He do what? I said after reading this interview with not this interview, but like an interview with George Lucas, I accept the corny dialogue a little bit more because he mentioned about the sand, about all of it. Because he mentions, yeah. he mentions, he's like, most people don't get what genre Star Wars is. And he said he was trying to uh, make like a 1920s, 30s, like golden age film where it's very melodramatic and like, like it's a space opera. And so well, that's, Anakin was definitely very melodramatic. Yeah. And so, I mean, so to, to his point, he did what he was trying to do. It's just most people didn't realize that's what he was trying to do. What's um, his excuse for Jar Jar? I don't know. I don't think he has one. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> Jar Jar, the true Sith Lord. Yes. My one of my favorite parts in Mando is when Bill Bird does the um gun gun impression where he's like, Maybe yeah, there's yeah. a gun gun under there and he's like, uh yep. Yusa, is that why Yusa don't want to take off the mask? Good 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 part. <laughs> yep. Ooh, that that brings back another thing I was gonna say a little bit ago. Sure. 
My favorite part about the whole Bo-Katan, I can't take the saber unless I win it from you thing, mm -hmm. is that she was making fun of Mando for sticking to his helmet code. Mm -hmm. Like it was, right, right. it was like such a cult, like weird cultural, like thing. Um, Meanwhile, <laughs> she can't fucking take the sword out of his hand when he's trying to hand it to her. Right. He's throwing it in her face. Yeah. Um, which which is a little bit similar. Well, that's more that's more like hypocrisy than irony, but it reminds me of whenever her um what's the what's the other Mandalorian girl's name? You know, I don't know. I think it's I actually think it's like Casca or something. Yeah, but, I think Casca um, Reed. Casca Reed? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. So whenever they were in the bar and she says to Boba Fett when he says something, she says, oh, I didn't know they let sidekicks talk. Right. Meanwhile, when she's, she's a sidekick. sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I saw a meme for that and it was just Palpatine um, in the uh, Darth Plagueis story scene where mm. he just goes, ironic. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I thought the same thing. She's like, oh, I didn't. Think, I was like, what the fuck are you? Which... Uh, we're like going on and on about this, but it's a good episode. What? All right, two things. Number one, what happened to the dude that was rolling with them? Yeah, he dipped out. He must have had some other mission. Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> and three, what the fuck's up with Bo-Katan fucking insulting the fuck out of Boba because he's a clone? Yeah, she does not like clones. But the clones yeah, helped think... her win Mandalore in uh, right. Clone Wars. I also think it's more about the fact that he's not a Mandalorian, or at least in her eyes, mm -hmm. he's not. I think it's it's more about that than anything. And she's just trying to hit him where she thinks it might hurt, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I think, think that's that's pretty much all it was, just low blows. Yeah, it's just a little fucked up. I'm like... The the clones helped you, the clones also did. The clones also did betray the entire galaxy, so... That wasn't their fault. They had, they had I know, chips I know. in their hands, man. I, I know it wasn't their fault. But still, they did. They did. They did. Boston. Sorry, that was loud. Just our co-host. No big deal. Yeah, I guess. Has to get his two cents in. She, I guess so. Gosh, she she really doesn't like Bo-Katan talking shit about the clones. <laughs> Fuck. Not a fan. Fuck. Boston's a clone. Boston's a. Cl <laughs> She's just yelling. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Yes. All right. Sorry. Uh, Bachelorette. Let's 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 finish this episode out with some Bachelorette. So I mean, yeah, the, some bacho. These are always the the more boring of the episodes. Not a lot of drama, so we can blaze through <clears throat> these real quick. Um, what the finale ones? Yeah. Because I mean, at that yeah. point, you've gotten rid of all the dramatic people. Mostly, the the drama comes from sending somebody you thought might win home. And this wasn't even dramatic. No. Um, we knew, so we knew what was going to happen in this episode. I knew who she was going to pick. Like you knew, I'm knew, smart. or like, oh, you saw spoilers. Okay. I knew who she was going to no, no, pick no, just no. because. I said because I'm, I said because I'm smart. Oh, I thought you said because spoilers. Um, I mean, I said that I thought Zach had the best chance. You did. You did. And I agree. Um, yeah. Like she was all about Zach. Some, for some reason, like I don't see it, but. I think, honestly, I think it's because like Ivan's a good dude. Ben's a good dude, but Zach is, Zach just has that personality where he like doesn't really give a fuck. Like he'll say what he means. He'll say the things he needs to say. Mm -hmm. He's like a sincere dude. You know, he's been through some struggles that have made him a better guy. Mm -hmm. um, he cares about Tasha a lot. I think, I think honestly, I think he just like was the total package more than anybody else. Um, as lame as that sounds, <laughs> but uh, uh, so, so like it, it was easy for me to look at 
the top three and be like, okay, so it's, or the top four, even including Brendan. I thought Brendan, I figured for sure Brendan was going home. Yeah, um, same. Out of those guys. And I figured for sure also that he was going to be nervous about getting engaged and that was going to be the reason he went home. Mm -hmm. um, but I did think that it was going to be Tasha picking up on it and sending him home versus him dumping her. Sure. Uh, which, which he did. And, uh, but we also knew that Ben was going to come back. Yeah, that was obvious. As soon as they yeah. showed that promo with the who's at the door, I was like, oh, that's fucking What bad. am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I was like, well, that's Ben for sure. Yep, definitely Ben. <clears throat> and he came, and in Ben's defense, he came back and actually kind of killed it with her parents, I thought. I thought he was going to be weird around her dad. Mm -hmm. I thought her dad wasn't going to like Ben. Mm -hmm. But no, he kind of killed it. Like, he, he figured out a way to express himself, say the things he needed to say. And yeah, he did kind of kill it. But in the end, he kind of screwed himself over before that point. So that kind of, that hurt him pretty bad. I, th I think he would have had a better chance right. if he hadn't, if he hadn't done the thing that got him sent home. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going through, we have fantasy date number one with Ivan and they do the world's cold, longest, coldest kiss. I don't know. They're like running out of things to do here in quarantine. Cause like, Hey, at least, at least they were able to get out of that damn heat. True. It's been hot as fuck. Like these guys have been sweating through she their fucking, she figured she would give Ivan a break for once. Uh, the part about this though, after when they go back to their fantasy suite, they're in a fucking trailer. Meanwhile, the other guys get like actual this badass house. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? But dude, it's almost like it was scripted because <laughs> because when it was all said and done, the choice was between the guy she banged in the big nice house and the guy she didn't bang at all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And before that point, it was the guy she banged in the big nice house versus the dude she had this frisky night in a trailer with. Right. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, they they have nice long talk, which we'll we'll discuss later because when we get to the sending Ivan home part, because she, she sends them home based on a conversation they had, but we didn't get it's to see an, this. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, um, and I did see Ivan come out like yesterday and, and mm -hmm. say something about it to clarify a little bit, but we'll get into yeah. it. Yeah, I, I read that article as well. Yeah. Uh, so then we got fantasy date number two with Zach, and they like painting this big canvas with their bodies and and. She says she loves uh, Zach. He says, I love you. And she says, I love you too, which I, I'm pretty sure this mm -hmm. is the first time she said that. And so like right away, you got to know like, all right, this is probably the guy. If you weren't yep. on board before, you should know now. Yep. Um, then we got fantasy date three with Brendan and <laughs> uh, one of Dude, my, his was the worst. Yeah. One of my friends sent us a meme me and Jess so scripted and it was like uh it's like oh brendan's got commitment issues let's make his date be by shopping for engagement rings <laughs> let's make him let's make him nervous let's out him a little bit right like, let's get this show to a point where it needs to be where this part of brendan comes out yeah because neil lane is not supposed to be there until the final no. two are picking their rings that no. they want to propose with and they, yeah and we even saw we even saw neil lane in the preview for this week mm -hmm. talking to brendan and Tasha mm -hmm. and like Whenever I saw that preview, I had that thought. It was like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, this is exact. I see exactly what they're doing with Brendan here. Yeah, it's, it's funny in a fucked up way. They pushed him. They did. And then, like you said, he breaks up with her because he's like, he's not there. Like, he said he's still broken and, like, he wants to, yep. to give her his heart and all this. And I mean, but, good on him, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, he, he, he was well-spoken, you mm -hmm. know, expressing all that stuff. I think he was making the right decision. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't. It wasn't the one that she wanted, but 
like he had to he had to make it mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean props to brendan for that honestly yeah. and Good i dude. was never really a big brendan fan he just kind of seems kind of dry kind of like a like no personality he's just a little bit he's just like a little bit of a dope yeah and, like, and he, like, he even said in in their first i think it was in their first one-on-one which like went really well for them he said look i know i'm not like the smartest guy here the most successful like he's just a, a simple simple good dude isn't he like a commercial roofer or something yeah yeah and now he's a model yep. go look at his instagram stud i mean he is a stud no yeah that that's the bachelorette finds these models like constantly so yep I also, this is just a little tidbit. I noticed that the next time we saw Ivan, mm-hmm. after Brendan went home, mm-hmm. he was rocking a turtleneck. Mm. So my head cannon is that was in honor of Brendan. I like it. Who I like we it. never saw at a rose ceremony without a turtleneck. <laughs> Maybe Brendan gifted him a turtleneck. He's like, as I leave, I want you to <laughs> take this turtleneck. Use this. Use this wisely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then my favorite bla- blatural jesus christ racist ass my favorite bachelorette like i just combined black and bachelorette <laughs> um it's okay guys I'm well black. we have the we have the bachelor coming up too oh yes we do <laughs> which uh, it looks like they're doing more traveling but we'll get there we'll get there um yeah. uh my favorite bachelorette rachel comes and she's like talking to Tasha, and you know they're like doing the thing where it's like oh so who you gonna pick what are you feeling yada 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 um then we get to the rose ceremony or uh before that ben I'm, on this recap is a picture of Ben and it says I can have second chance it, it it's funny to me I don't know uh, Ben comes back and that's where she's like what am I supposed to do with this um, he's like telling her he loves her he should have told her this before he didn't know how he told everybody but her and she said why did you tell everybody but me and yep. and all this other good stuff um, and so that's that's where that episode Oh, she, ju- she jumped on that guy as they were parting ways that night too Mm, mm. when he tried to kiss her he hugged her Mm -hmm. and then she threw her face into his Uh, uh, yeah 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 well kiss i ben i always knew it was gonna be zach c in my head but ben was the only one that i was like "Mm, maybe it might be this guy dude we i mean we have obviously talked about the show tons of times and ben was the front runner for me throughout like most of the season yeah you were pissed when when he went home Right, but I accepted it. You remember? did. You did. You did. You because did. he did it to himself. <laughs> Wait, what if she loved me, but she didn't know that I loved her, and so I didn't tell her, and then she didn't know, and then she sent me <laughs> home. Uh, great. What if I blew it? <laughs> you did. Well, you literally did. <laughs> so uh, she tells old boy Ben to come to the rose ceremony, and they like do whatever. So then he comes back. He's like, hey, boys. Tasha asked me to come. He he frames it the way he frames it though is like she sent him home and then like sent him a text message. It sounded it like, like yeah. Hey, come to the roast. It ceremony. sounded like she brought him back. Right. When in reality he came back. He and, never he never left. Yeah. Came he never back. Left in quotes. And he like yeah. Re- yeah, and he like yeah. Um. But uh. So he's like, hey, she asked me to come. Uh. That's what's what. And they're like, oh fuck. They're like shook. So then. Tasha's like, oh, dude, Ivan. Ivan literally puts his head down. And he's like, my God. Yeah, he he fucking. He was feeling con- he was feeling confident at that point. Ivan was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, especially because he just thought it was him and Zach, because Brendan yep. obviously wasn't there. So he's like, oh, two roses, right. two of us. And Brendan, they were probably <clears throat> really happy when Brendan went home because like he was always a big player. Yeah. In the game, not like a no, I know what you mean, not like a douchebag. 
Um, but then Tasha's like, you know, Ivan, can we talk? And I was like, up oh, there he goes. He's gone. Like if she pulls yep. you out of the rose ceremony and oh, says, yeah. can we talk real quick? You got, you know, you're going home, but he still was like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's what, what's up. Like happy to like, he, like he didn't he, know. He even didn't, he even didn't even really hear her the first time. Yeah. He was like, what, what's up? <laughs> and she was like, can we talk? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. He's like, oh, what's up? Yeah. He probably, I mean, he definitely wasn't expecting it. He was so confident. Oh yeah. And obviously, that's not going to be a good conversation where he walks back in afterwards. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you going to are you going to come back after that? <laughs> hey, Ivan, just wanted to let you know that I really liked that pipe you gave me in the trailer the other day. All right, let's go back in. Right, yeah. No, ridiculous. He should have known. He knew. He, deep down, he knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they they talk, and she's... Tasha says, you know, like, religion's very important to me, and that's just, like, something we can't get past. And that's what I was talking about earlier when we said we didn't see this conversation. Um, yep. But Ivan has come out and he said when they were talking, uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel, Jesus, I'm fucking all the way up. Tasha is very religious. She's like Christian. Like she's her faith is really important to her. And Ivan is agnostic, which uh, he's, he, he even explained in the interview. I think it was on a podcast that like when people hear agnostic, they immediately think like atheist. Like they, they think atheist. Yeah. Which and then he goes on and explains very nicely. It's like you, you just don't know. Like you're open right. to the idea. You just don't know, which I mean, right. it's it seems I, logical. Most scientists are, are agnostic. Yeah, exactly. Like we, yeah. there's no because we can't I mean, we can't prove anything. Exactly. And we honestly, can't prove that there's nothing there either. Exactly. And honestly, I think, I think if Tasha would have liked Ivan more, she could have made that work. Because yep. if he was an atheist, I would say totally yes, yeah, send him home. That's probably not going to work for you. You guys aren't, aren't yeah. going to work out. But yeah. since he's open to the idea, he just doesn't know. He's unsure. Like that's right. That honestly, like if God forbid me and Jess broke up or something, and is a girl's like, you know, I'm agnostic. That wouldn't be a deal breaker for me or anything. I mean, right. I'm not even like that religious or anything it's just like i can like you can have your own views and like as long as you don't shit on me i don't shit on you i think we can be fine you know what i mean yeah yeah and ivan in his little his quote that came out yesterday or whatever he said you know i've i've been with people that were religious before like Mm -hmm. it's been something that i can accept you know i would accept it going forward yeah it's not it's not a big deal she just wants to be with a Christian, Christian yeah. man. Which I mean, maybe, maybe, but I think she just wasn't going to pick Ivan, and this was an easy out. I think so too. It seemed that conversation read, it read really well. Like, okay, this is just my easy out. I'm going to take it. Yeah, like, because, I got to give him something. Mm-hmm. I can't just. I just after after this guy just banged me last night. I don't want to tell him. I just don't like you as much as everyone else. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got Leo sitting here like. Yeah, his pipe game was weak. That's what it was. <laughs> you already know. Zach gave her the business and. Ivan in that trailer just wasn't doing it. Oh my god! Yeah, Zach's got that fucking druggy dick, you know. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry, that was unnecessary. <laughs> it's a different kind of pipe. Yeah, crack pipe. Um, <laughs> oh my, god. Zach's got that crack pipe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> god. <laughs> that's oh. actually really. That's actually pretty funny. Should that be the title of the episode? Zach's got that crack pipe. I don't know. I'll add it to the list oh of God. that Zach pipe episode. You what'd you say? That Zach pipe. Oh, that's okay. I'll add it to the list. Um, God, that's funny. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> she sends Ivan home. Um, sad for Ivan. So then Ben and uh, Zach are obviously the final two. They're gonna meet Tasha's family. Um, we've this was kind of boring. I didn't really 
get anything from that. Did you have anything you wanted to say here? Nope. The, the families liked both of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, dad was, dad was a hard ass at the beginning, but he warmed up to both of them because both of them said the right things. Both of them actually did really well. I thought, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, but then of course we had dad coming in to see Tasha later on, like, Hey, don't get married, please. <laughs> I don't want you to get engaged. You remember that? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, because he's worried about thing, like what happened the first time when the right, divorce and all that. Right. So, and there's no, and he, in his mind, I mean, probably in reality too. I, I hope that Zach and Tasha do well, and I think they will. But um, in his mind, obviously, he's sitting there thinking, okay, they've only known each other for a few weeks. This mm-hmm. is going to be an instant second divorce. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, dude, maybe my favorite part of the episode was when dad went to see Tasha before, you know, she made her final decision. Mm-hmm. And there was a knock on her. We saw dad walking up, mm-hmm. and then there was a knock on her door. And she gets up and she's like, Oh my fucking God. Like, what is this? <laughs> She's like, are you fucking kidding me? She thought it was one of the guys probably. She's right. Like, I've had an, she probably thought it was Ivan coming back or something. Wouldn't that be wild? Um, and then she opens up the door and sees her dad and her smile is just like the biggest smile I've ever seen in my life. She's like, daddy. Oh my God. <laughs> she was, she was so excited to see him. She thought it was going to be something stupid. Right. Um, so yeah, so then she sends Ben home before the proposal, which classy move. I always hated when mm-hmm. they would like make both dudes pr- propose and yep. you you gotta be like, no, nah, no, nah, get up, get up off you. Like that's awkward. Like I've, I'm, yep. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, and in the, in the moment as she was, you know, talking to Ben and, and get, and just like letting him know what was up. Um, obviously she went to his place mm-hmm. and, uh. He was happy to see her. I think he opened the door and he was like, oh boy. Like <laughs> right. he was excited. Right. Um, but um, as that was happening, I was saying to Leo, my roommate, obviously, like, dude, this is this is why Tasha's like on it. This is why Tasha's good. This is why she's the goat bachelor, bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, like she does things the right way. She's mature. She's handling the things the best way. She's not just doing it for the show. You know, she's, she's like acting like a real human being and, and handling her shit correctly. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And Ben, in Ben's defense, or I mean, uh, for Ben's credit, I think he handled it really well too. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, look, seriously, like I do want you to be happy. And I honestly am happy for you too. Yeah. And I believe him. Like, I believe that he loved her, but I also, I also believe that he's happy that, you know, she made her decision. Yeah. No, totally Good agree. Guy ben. He should be the bachelor. I don't know about that. No, I don't know either, but I don't know. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at this point. Um, I think out of anybody on this show, maybe it's Ben. Bennett. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Wouldn't it though? <laughs> <laughs> that would honestly be hilarious. I would uh, be really interested to see what types of girls would be into him too. Oh yeah, for sure. Like what types of girls would choose? That's the guy that I want to be my husband. Uh, um, so yeah so she sends him home Zach comes he proposes she obviously says yes although they do yep. try to do a little fake out where she like puts her head down and then she comes back mm-hmm. up and she said cause I there's no word it's more than love yada 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 I was like alright don't right. fuck with me um, essentially she, she said screw you dad essentially um, they get engaged and then one final taxi yep and they run off. We get to see that shitty little cardboard taxi that the production crew had to scrape together. Yeah. Um, they only have so much to work with at that resort. Yeah. But 
that's and that's the season. And honestly, like watching these past couple of weeks, I I totally forgot until like I was like uh, looking into this to to prepare for the the recap. I forgot Claire existed. Yeah, and that's a really good feeling for me. <laughs> I don't want to ever think about Claire and Dale again. Tasha was awesome compared to her. Yeah, and she really like over. I mean, I know she was there for a lot more episodes, but I've she overshadowed her before that. Like I was like. Oh yeah, Claire was at the beginning of the season, wasn't she? Like we had a whole yep. different Bachelorette. Dude, um, I saw this article. I think it was on Twitter or something yesterday. It was like Claire uh, and Dale. You know, they only wish Zach and Tasha the best. Mm-hmm. And my instant thought, my brain, just so blankly, my brain just said, "Who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, who cares what they think?" Yeah, and that ar- that article <laughs> title made it sound like they were competing or something. Against right, the, right. Yeah, yeah. the The title of the article was written in a way where it was like, maybe they had they like, realistically would have had some reason not to be happy for yeah, her or something. Yeah, like, it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking? Why are you even talking about this right now? Right. And again, I don't even remember Zach C from Claire's couple episodes because it was just the Dale show. Like, I don't remember right anybody like if what i remember from people happened while taisha was there i don't remember anything right. besides yosef because he was pretty memorable in a bad way right. um that's all i, I do i do remember a little bit of blake from claire because he was the try hard mm. uh during claire's time okay he was he was the one going out of his way yeah to like kind of fuck shit then he like sneak well, over to that date up. or something yeah 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 but anyway all right so here's a question Obviously, I hope nobody gets a divorce or ends their engagement. But if someone were to do that, who mm-hmm. do you think is the first to go? Who's lasting the Dale. longest? Okay, Claire and Dale are the first to go. Yeah, 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 for sure. I can see that. Dale, Dale I don't. I, I think that Dale is he's playing the game right now. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing for the cameras. It's almost like you know when you win the Hunger Games. Um, and you got to go have to work. You're, yeah, you go on tour, you're like being trotted out in front of the cameras, everything's, you know, everything has to look like it's great mm-hmm. and all that. I think that's what's going on between Claire and Dale right now. I think, obviously, Claire is obsessed with Dale. Sure. But I, I'm not really, no, I don't, I don't really see it coming from him that way. No, yeah. Um, he he was very scared. doubtful. Yeah. He, yeah, he was very doubtful when Chris, oh, that's another thing I really like about, about the juxtaposition of Claire and Dale versus Tasha and Zach mm-hmm. with Dale Obviously, Chris Harrison was fed up at this point. You know, he's like, you guys are blowing my show up. You guys are screwing me over here. Um, And so obviously, so he was in that room with Dale like, all right, buddy, just so you know, you're proposing whether you like it or not. So get used to that idea. And Dale's like, shit. I do have to Um, propose. Yeah. And then with Zach, it's like, whatever you guys are adults, you can do, you know, whatever you think is best. Yeah. Um, We, although at the end of um, Tasha and Zach, before the proposal me and leo were talking about like dude watch watch them decide not to get proposed and then chris harrison just goes are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and he just leaves the show you never see him again <laughs> god give that poor man a heart attack or something mm-hmm. awesome but yes so good good season good bachelorette one bad bachelorette one good bachelorette sure yeah like i like the outcome two finales Solid we're season. done with mando we're done with Bacho. That's what I wrote in the mm-hmm. notes. Mando and Bacho. Yep. And uh, now uh, we got to find something else to watch. Yeah. I don't Although know we do have The Bachelor starting very soon. January 4th, right? Yep. Yeah. 
Um, Crazy I, soon. We, we could possibly do that on the show. I've been floating. I haven't said this to you. I've been floating this idea in my head. I don't know if maybe it might be smarter to do a separate bachelorette focused show just so we can um, widen our horizons here. But we can we can discuss that. If you if you have an idea on what you would like to see, do you want to see a separate bachelorette podcast? Or if you want us to continue talking about the bachelorette on this podcast slash bachelor, obviously, uh, send us an email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. Um, we'll, we'll leave it to the fans if anybody writes in. So Yeah. And if they don't, then uh, I guess our podcast is just done. If they don't write in, we're, we're quitting. We're throwing in the towel. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that as a hint. It's our cue. You guys don't fucking want us anymore. Um, awesome. Thanks for uh, for tuning in, listening. Uh, remember, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify and YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Share it in. I'll get those videos up. Don't you worry. Um, make sure you uh, give us a, a, a rating on Apple Podcasts and leave a little review for us. It'll help us out, help us get noticed on the charts. Um Make sure you tell some friends about the podcast. That way, uh, you can help grow the the podcast. We can we can get more ideas for more people sending in ideas to the the email or uh, following us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Uh, yeah, just engage with us. We'd like to hear from you. And so I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse, and we'll see you next week. Bye. All right, good episode.